This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Watford won Norwich nil. That's our first double of the season. Having lost, obviously, to Swansea on Friday, it's been a tumultuous four days in terms of reaction from the Swansea game. Realistically reasonable because everything that we didn't see on Friday, we saw today, we saw character, we saw people stand up. We also saw another bout of injuries, which was, in terms of hamstrings, one has to ask about the medical team, but one also has to ask about the level of fitness and preparedness in the squad. But let's get back to the main headline. Mario Gaspar in midfield. Who knew? Who knew that? Who knew that at all? Good grief. So we've won 1-0. Let's bring in Terry, who uh, who called me a fanny the other day, which I greatly enjoyed. I'd I'd, I'd look forward to find out whatever whatever word he wants to call me. Terry, are you there, sir? Yes, mate. Yeah, I'm here. How are you? (laughs) Better after that, there was a there was a there was some pride being shown. Yeah, um, that was that was fascinating. Yeah, what a result! I think it's even sweeter when it's like unexpected like that because I think we all thought, oh, we're going to get absolutely annihilated, and then you go and get a lucky goal with um, one of the world's finest strikers. So it's it's absolutely <laughs> it's good. I mean, five million that that was a bargain. Um, no, five point eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah, I wanted to come on in, obviously, just slate the whole team again really but um they all played relatively well Norwich had a half decent squad obviously they're having a bit of a shitty time at the moment I think yeah and it's really good for the fans at last it's something to smile about and to win with the team we put out is is phenomenal I think like you say Gasper had a good one Davis was having a a half decent game before he was unfortunately injured I just hope none of them boys is long term because um uh, Backman was in a lot of pain towards the end but I'm really tough, mate. Three points at Norwich. There can't have been a Watford fan out there that thought he was going to get anything out of that. Fantastic, mate. There's lots of high-fiving in this household, and I'm sure there is in other houses. And if you're in Norwich, well done for going, because uh, they are just a cheap hip switch. (laughs) 
<laughs> Boy, do you know how to hit someone when they're down. I mean, at I the end know. of the day, as we said about Swansea to us, because let's face it, we didn't turn up there. You can only beat what's in front of you. We did, and we yeah. know how many players we had out. I mean, at the end, I mean, I was watching it on on Sky Sports, and it came up with the injury totals, which were three defenders, six midfielders, and a, I think it was five forwards in the end. Because if you think about it, you've got so yeah. many so many players out. It's just ridiculous. So to get Sidewater in. We are literally playing with a B, our B squad at the minute, and that's no disrespect to some of the players that are out there. We are literally playing with a B squad, aren't we? Uh, but yeah, I've, it was a good result, mate. And we actually, I think we we deserved that as well. I mean, you know, we, we did deserve that. We we were the better team, surprisingly, mate. Really chuffed. I think we were the better team. I thought we looked. The the, the astonishing thing was on Friday, and I'm sorry to to hark back to that because obviously everybody's going. Don't talk about bloody Swansea. Think about this. But the the okay. mark difference in the middle from Gaspar in terms of how he would get forward, he would play the ball in usefully. He, he nearly set up uh, Davis early on as well uh, with a little ball, but also. His his little diagonal movements just to cover in space when when they, they were kind of threatening to come through the middle was superb. He has put in more contribution to the Watford season today than he has at any point up until now in total. So well, at least to my mind. Completely. Good stuff. Yeah, completely. I think he actually looks better in that position than he does on the wing. Undoubtedly. And, um, Undoubtedly. Which is a worry. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I'm really chuffed, mate. And um, yeah, I hope everyone uh, is in good health after the new year and uh, I shall mute myself again. So take care. All right. Cheers, Terry. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Justin, sir, how are you doing? Afternoon. How are you? Yeah. I'm, uh, it felt all the way like it was going to end up being frustratingly nil-nil or that we would lose it. And it's we all know that what it feels like being on the other end of this. It's very, very nice yeah. to have been on the giving end rather than the receiving end for a change, if you'll excuse the uh, well, innuendo. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's unfathomable how you can put in a performance like that after Friday, particularly when half your players are going off on stretches. I mean, God knows where that puts our injuries now. And, and you know, can't really think what sort of squad we're going to be putting out against Reading either. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But, yeah, all round a much better performance. The first half wasn't as good as the second. They certainly came into it more in the second half. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just shows you if you apply yourself how well you can do uh, I'm not sure if it's because Norwich weren't particularly good. I think actually, I think no, I think that's unfair. I think Norwich actually did play fairly well. So something's happened. Kick up the arse, maybe. Maybe they listen to our space. Who knows? But something's <laughs> happened. The weekend. <laughs> we we can try and take credit for many things. I don't think we have anything to do with that whatsoever. It's it's nice to be on the the flip side of the coin after after Friday because that that was fairly fairly excruciating. So it's nice to have that performance. It doesn't change the fact that all of the issues that were there previously are still there. I don't think we need to get carried away with it too much, but I think tonight has got to be in the same way as everybody questioning those players and asking for all of the things that we asked on Friday night. Commitment, put your body on the line, put in a shift, work hard. I think they all, more or less, to a man, did that. Yeah, you can point at some individuals there who I thought struggled for long periods. I thought Morris had a had a somewhat iffy game, a little bit up and down. He did some good things, but other things kind of not not so great. And, and Ishmael Asar was that quintessential player of moments. If he doesn't get away yeah. past past the uh, onto the end of a spree as fine pass releasing him to feed Bio, then you'd probably look at it and go, he hasn't done what we want going forward. But when he produces that moment, that's 
that's that's worth its weight. And we've got to ask, yeah. as we've now stepped into the transfer window with so many players out, what the situation is going to be with him. We shall see. We shall see. I'm just going to say very quickly, though, Pete, I can see Neil Seals' yep. things about to come yep. up. Neil, I did follow your bets. <laughs> um, so obviously, I've done very badly this afternoon, mate. Oh, you and me both. I, I tell you, I'm even worse, though, because I jumped off the sofa and I've done my hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Hey, um, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I start on and yeah, Pete, you're a Brazilian fan. I think I'll go based on the comments said there. Um, <laughs> absolutely fantastic performance, I think, as you've said, but it, it's consistent with what we've done all season, right? So it, it's that moment of magic, and the, the magic for me was a Spreer's ball. All right, McCann's missed hit and sliced his clearance, but if you watch it, that ball is absolutely inch perfect for Saar to run onto, and that's what for me that's what makes the difference. That we've sat in. As you said, defended with some great resilience. I mean, Backman's put his body on the line, and I, I thought Sirelta made a difference at the back, which is you know, something some of us have been screaming for for a couple of weeks. But yeah, fantastic result. But was I the only one that had a bit of a, a palpitation when Bayo kind of pulled his leg back because he did well to actually not miss the target? Based on the way that he'd taken the previous or other opportunities, I half expected him to miss. I know Carl loves him, but why we paid three million for him, oh, God only knows. But anyway, getting away from that, the worry for me is just the injuries, right? Um, yep. They've got to be looking at, at the root cause because three hamstrings in one game, it, it, and the fact that they they, they kind of only through the twenty sixth minute when Kalu went down first, yeah. Yep. You kind of normally a hamstring it to go late, you know, in deep into the game. That's an underlying issue. It's you know sometimes if they go early on, it's because they've not warmed up properly. But you know, Cabaselli's going, and I know Uncle Ron's going to be pleased to see that one when he went down. But um, <laughs> it, it, there's something fundamentally wrong with either strength and conditioning, the physio, or the recovery, or the fact that they're playing with partial knocks because we are down to the bare bones. But whichever way, I mean. God knows what's happened since they travelled back from Swansea, but mentally that was a very, very different team and, and one that gives well should give us a little bit of confidence. Be interesting to see what side he puts out against Reading. Yeah, it will be. I must confess, I'm struggling to give an, a tinker's toss about Reading. I, I'm just looking at it as, you know, kind of two weeks till, you know, for them to hopefully get some of these guys back and hopefully strengthen some of the other guys' hamstrings, if nothing else, just to make sure that they're, uh, they're fit and ready to go. Do we just treat do we just treat Reading and the FA Cup with the disdain that I just suggested, or or do you do you think we should uh, we should give Mister Paul Ince's Reading a, a good seeing to? Well, I, I, hopefully we we put out a team that that we've never seen any of the eleven players get this season. So give, give those that we've got available to us to the, for the league to you know give them a bit of a rest and recovery and recuperate and and hope that that probably the C team now because we've already seen the B team that, that, that there's enough there to do it. But uh, yeah, definitely got to write the, write the cup off and concentrate on the league because despite the fact that we have been so inconsistent and poor, we're still in with a chance of, of a serious chance of the playoffs. Just shows you how mental this league is and, and again, how you just take two or three seconds of brilliance, which we've got with some of the players available to us, let alone the ones that are on, on uh, the sick list, that, that we can win games. I mean, Norwich are a decent side. They're up there, right? So it, it would be madness to put anywhere near a half-strength side out against Reading. Just going to finish wishing everyone a happy new year and, more importantly, 
all those that, that made the journey across to Norwich from wherever in the country, went absolute fair play to you because the commitment that you've shown and it was matched partially by the players today is absolutely laudable. So well done and uh, yeah, keep going because you've got my admiration and a happy new year to all. Well said. You too, well mate. said. Absolutely. And I said, um, th- cheers, Neil. And I said on uh, on Friday that I thought I could hear Watford fans singing, and uh, and and Sean slash Charlie said, "No, we didn't make much singing. That was Swansea." Well, today I listened very acutely, and you could well well done, Watford fans. We heard you loud and indeed most proud. Well done, well done indeed. Right, let's go across to uh, oh, we'll go across to John, and then I'm going to do some of the five word reviews and the messages. So sorry to everybody who did a five word review or message that I didn't get to the other night after Swansea. It was a bit of a bumper edition, and we ended up about two and a half hours before I got there. So apologies, we will get there. But in the meantime, Mr. John Thaganardi, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, well, a, a lot better than I well, was at about half past four. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's been a roller coaster, isn't it, the last few days? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of, of what they did today. I think it, it was, it, they were very brave. You know, there was, there was some courage out there, uh, which you didn't see in... I mean, I came home for the Millwall game, so I was there, and I and you know I was a bit sad actually. I was a bit I was a bit heartbroken by the whole thing because I had my daughters with me, and um, they were sitting there, and they were like just looking at the players, going, "Who's that? Who's it? Does he play for Watford? I've never never heard of him." You know, I think you talked about it in the last couple of podcasts where that connection is missing. You know, and they've grown up or, or they've seen uh, some great players come come through, Etienne Capoue, Troy Deeney, all these players that they know the names of, and suddenly they don't know any of these these guys apart from Craig. You know, and that that needs to be built on. I want them to. I want them to get into it. I want them to love it. I want them to be enthusiastic about it again. And performances like tonight definitely help. You know, so so yeah, I'm I'm over the moon, and 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 I think I think they did really well. I think you know, obviously in terms of the issues, it kicks the can down the road a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not too far down. Um, depends on the on the next set of results that we get. But I think you know, and it's been said before, what is up with these injuries? I like to see like a pie chart of what is contact injuries and 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 which and what are not contact injuries. So um, I guess the contact ones you can't like legislate for or, or avoid too much because they just happen there and then. But the non-contact ones, I think the, the caller before was saying, what's what's up with the rehab? What's up with the, the recovery? What What's going on there? Because that has been something that has been consistent over the last few few years from what I've seen. You know, you get to, to, to the Christmas period and, and <laughs> maybe it's something to do with the weather as well, but the um, you, you, there's more injuries. And I don't know if it's just us. I'm sure it's like a, a football thing generally. But I've definitely noticed that pattern. So something's not right there, uh, and, that, and that really needs to be looked into. You know, on the whole, I, I'm, I'm very, very happy to uh, to experience that. It's a work day in Dubai today, so you know, it's a, it's a horrible second of January Monday. So it's a, it's a nice mm-hmm. way to start uh, off the week. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't get to, we didn't get to meet you coming back as well because that would have been nice. But it was. Yeah, I, I, I realised that when um, I, I, when it was, I didn't realise it was a midday kickoff until like a day before, and then I thought, oh, you know, I can't get my act together in time. So <laughs> I apologise for that. But but next uh, next time I'll, I'll definitely make the effort. That'd be super. Well, I had much a similar problem, but only from Croxley Green. You're you're kind of Dubai one. Yeah. You, you, you have a reasonable, more reasonable chance. No, absolutely. I I think so much was said uh, over the last two performances about people saying, I'm embarrassed to say I'm a Watford fan or I'm embarrassed by this team. They don't represent me. They don't stand up. It wasn't glorious football. It was pretty bloody good. I have to say from, from 
in comparison to recent performances. And bearing in mind what he got, you know, Slavin got a tune out of that lot. Well done. But more importantly yeah. than anything, yeah. you said it's a, it, it was a pride-giving performance. And that that should never be underplayed. I mean, that's that's tremendous stuff. That's tremendous. Well, John, I don't know if you if yeah. don't know if you heard it after the the Swansea game. We had somebody on from Australia. Now I haven't worked out. I did. I haven't worked out now whether we we count that as West or East or both or who knows what. I think we should count it as West, <laughs> and therefore you're still the most. You're, you're, yeah. you're in charge of everything from Dubai East. I think that's still in charge. Excellent. Good stuff, John. I'll take that. Th- Thanks. <laughs> thank you, mate. Have a great evening and uh, and lovely to hear from you. Okay. We are going to go across. See you, mate. Cheers, mate. We are going to go across now to, uh, now, it may be a namesake, but perhaps this is the best we could possibly hope for. Let's go across to Mr. Will Gasper. Will, are you there? Hello. Hello, Will. Sorry, I've got um, I got a bit of a cold coming down. Um, oh, sorry, your, your namesake had a good game, didn't he? Yeah, I was, uh, I've been, I've been uh, waiting for it to happen, so I can say I'm proud of it. Um, but uh, <laughs> Well, now is the time. To, yeah, he's he had a, he had a good game. I thought he w- was really um really getting stuck in there. There was still his signature um good few times that he really went for a kick and uh completely fluffed it. But I thought seemed to play with real guts and didn't seem to be caught out as much in the middle of the park as I think he does on the right. Well, he came in, he put in a shift, he covered an awful lot of area there, and that was really you know something to something to see at least you know and if you've if you've got the name gasper on the uh, on the back of a shirt wear it out tonight that's that's the real time to do it and he looked so much more he looked better for having how can i put this having to cover less ground you know in the central midfield where we're kind of sitting deep and he's having to cover 10 or 15 yards to try and get blocks in he's not having to race 45 yards behind him after some racing snake of a left uh, of a left wing back he looked far better for it and used it used it far better who else other than your namesake uh, did you pick out today yeah i mean i was just gonna uh, relate it to that point um must say shout out to bakuda because he was absolutely all over the pitch and i think that's part of uh, i think that probably helped um gaspar and the fact that like uh, even when um, Aspria was surging forward at the end, Bakuna came absolutely charging up the pitch. Yeah. And then Aspria ran into like three players and then you could see him just be like, oh, bollocks. You know, I've got to I've got to suddenly run back. I thought Bakuna was solid. I thought Saar was, I thought he really, he really uh, went for it and was like really taking people on, running at things, you know, sort of playing like he was really, really go- giving it a good shot. Um, I thought for the most part, I thought Cavasali, I thought was... Uh, had, uh, had one of his better games for sure. The, one of the things that did impress me, and I, I called out Saar earlier on in terms of his attacking intent, of course, only, it only has to work once for him to, to be worthy of being on the pitch there. But in fairness to him, especially in the last... You know, once 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 we've gone gone a goal up, when you think, oh, there's only four minutes, and you actually realise, no, there's another fifteen minutes left to play because it's twenty twenty three. The game is hundred minutes these days. Mm. But he was getting back in and around the box, and he was he was doing the the, the mucky stuff, or at least it seemed to be. Uh, did you did you see it that way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's, as, as I said, it seemed like he was putting in a, a real big shift in terms of all over the pitch. He was um, he was tracking back, and uh, there was quite quite a few defensive set pieces. I thought he got his head on. I think it's quite easy to sort of shirk away 
when you're a forward, uh, it's particularly like one of the wingers and you're trying to, uh, you know, defend at the back. But I thought in, in general, um, considering they're quite terrifying team from set pieces, I thought we were, were quite resilient, quite solid. For the most part, you know, obviously a few shakes, um, but I thought considering it's us, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a good, there's a fine caveat you send in the end there. Brilliant stuff, Will. Brilliant stuff, Will. As I say, go and wear that, that shirt out with pride on the back because I I think you've earned it tonight so well done thank you very much for calling in right so before we go to to Ellie and find out after after a sweary last couple of uh, reviews, we'll find out whether or not Ellie's mum and indeed parents have been swearing uh, more or less. But we're going to do some five word reviews because I I didn't get to them the other day, and I do apologise to everybody. But Justin has just sent me an excellent picture here, Justin, in terms yeah. of the injury crises. Yeah, it's frightening, isn't it? So that was just been put through in our Telegram group. So yeah, if you have a look at that, that's kind of like almost the first team, isn't it? So here we have it. So Yao Pedro is out with an ankle injury. We know that that was that was extrinsic so that was an external force Hamza Chowdhury picked up that knee injury against Hull wasn't it in the first 10 minutes Hassan Kamara is out suspended Edo Koyembi had a calf injury which which was done in training we don't know either way Dan Gosling got that Achilles rupture against Bristol City Imran loser broken leg ain't much you can do about that one Raymond I hamstring Ken Semmer hamstring Samuel Kalu hamstring Keenan Davis hamstring Christian Cabaselli hamstring that's an awful lot of hamstrings. Then you get a Courtney Howe's knee. <laughs> yeah, although well. there are suggestions that, that 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 might, how can we say it, a phantom injury. Tom Cleverley with an Achilles and Tom Deli Bashiro with an ankle issue, obviously, which he picked up last week. But there are five players there with with hamstring injuries, which does, you know, suggest that, that there could be something done in terms of preventative treatment, i.e prevention better than cure in terms of trying to make sure that these guys are conditioned for it but but for three to go down in 90 minutes with hamstrings it feels like there must be some fire behind that particular smoke but we'll see we'll see anyway let's quickly go to some five word reviews and then we will go then bring ellie in and we will be coming to gary and Vinny and then louie as well so there we go john parslow said i'm quite liking 2023 yeah day two well done keep going brian edwards team buses and ambulance ian bacon said totally deserve that win boys brian edwards oh brian you you are just absolutely lighting this board up all of these are brian norwich is shitter than us sierra alta plays we don't lose davis injury is a disaster i will bring my boots i would suggest that's getting onto the injury side of the game at that point i survived the swansea trip and gaspar the new midfield god there you go will i'm presuming he's talking about you and not just mario mikey abrahams i have to say i saw this one at the final whistle and I laughed. Five words. Fight, passion, belief, commitment, hamstrings. Very good. TJ, just laughing aloud. Brian Edwards comes back in again. How are we in fourth? And probably I would suggest that Alan Lathwell answers that with the next one. Hard work, determination, gets results. Carl Campion, I love Tuesday bank holidays. Carl Campion, sorry, I mean Monday bank holidays. And then Carl Campion, 40 points. Are we safe? No, that's if you're in the premiership, Carl. Three, <laughs> he's had three reviews and had a conversation and an argument with himself and lost it. That's not good. Let's go to Ellie. Ellie, Ellie, if you want to hit your mic button, you know the uh, you know the routine. How are you? How was your Christmas? How was your mum swearing? Oh, well, today we were very lucky. It wasn't that bad, Pete, but Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. 
good. Um, today's game, what can I say? Siriletta, my God, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Jesus Christ, we know how to defend, lads. This is amazing. Who, um, who, was, who, who was the player? Is it Siriletta in defence? Siralta. Siralta. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I found Siralta or whatever it was very pleasing. But Siralta, yeah, go on, fire away. You liked him. And I couldn't believe Gaspar. What a legend in midfield. Can we just like have a conversation about that? Well, who would have known? Who would have known? You, you, you get well, obviously we we lost Feminia or kind of did did this swap deal, and we we get we get Gaspar, and Gaspar doesn't seem to have any of the the tricks and bells and whistles, you know, the nice things that you get in a new car. He's yeah. got none of that. He's he's a basic model, and you go, Ugh, which is no good at right back. You need him to to do something. You need him to have a bit of pace. You need him to have a bit of grunt under the under the bonnet, but. Put him into the middle where it's, it's yeah, brilliant. You did really it. well. And you know what? I actually thought today, Pete, we played with a set of bollocks and I just <laughs> absolutely loved it. However, the injury list is damaging. I mean, most of those hamstrings and stuff, you're looking at six to eight weeks minimum. It's like, where are we now going to go? That's potentially 16 players. So where's your youth squad when we come to that? <laughs> oh, we went there. That's the first We're one. We're going to go there. We're going to go there can, because... Go on then. Whenever your first team players get injured, like, for example, Brewster's out at Sheffield United, they've brought in one of their young guns to sort of play while he's out. He's out for about another six weeks, I think, um, from what I know. But I just... I think, come on, let's look at our youth. Let's start spending some money. Mr. Pozzo, you've got to start spending your cash because we desperately need players if we're going to even entertain a playoff spot as far as I'm so what so so what you're saying if I if I come back because you say about spend money which normally means not invested you want him to invest in the youth academy and in players to come in in the in the transfer window yeah absolutely I think we need to invest in our youth so we get them some proper coaches and I think we need to spend and get in some really good players from like Premier League teams that are maybe like on the B teams and we need to look at the setup because yeah, no 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 I don't disagree you've got to it, the, the the difficulty with the youth thing is and and why I wanted to clarify your point about yes bringing players for the now but it's also about investing in the youth not for now not even for next year but for three and four and five and six and seven years time forward making sure that you've got these these guys coming in getting very good technical coaching but also building up players who have a connection and affinity to the club absolutely and who want to put it on the line as well as the commercial concerns well there you go there you go. Ellie says, invest in the youth. I think I think everybody echoes that. That's absolutely that's absolutely fair. But let's move from uh, from five years hence to uh, to this afternoon's game, which we all agree was great. Carl, sir, you've been there. Let's see if we can get you in first, and then we're going to be going to Gary. Then we're going to be going to Louis, and then we'll be going to go to Wendover. How are you doing, Carl? Uh, I'm very good, Peter. Yourself? Oh, well, I'm probably less cold than you were there today, but um... yeah, it was was a bit. Fr- uh, just uh, to quickly explain my situation, I'm currently wedged in a in a car park on level eight in the centre of Norwich, <laughs> as I talk to you, which is not a place I expected to be at this time because I thought I'd be leaving by half time today. Well, the reception's excellent, which is the important thing. Yeah, well, that's because we're on the roof of it. <laughs> this is good. This is good. So, what, what was it? What was it like in the ground then? Tell us how how the travelling horde were. Yeah, we were great. I mean, I, I, first and foremost, I, I, I was actually 
actually quite shocked with the numbers that were there. It was um, it, it was a busy away end, full of noise, full of passion. And you know what? All we wanted to see after that that Swansea game was a bit of you know bit of something in return, and we got that today. You know, I know the result. Sorry, the game wasn't pretty, and it, it wasn't the best performance, and 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 all those things. And of course, it's still papering over a load of cracks. But the actual effort, determination by the players out there was was, was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think I think after the last two games, we will put up with an imperfect performance quite happily, providing it's yeah. got a lot. You know, I think a lot of people would have come on here at nil nil and said at least the performance was better. At yeah. least we showed what we've done. But to get the absolutely, you know, get the icing on the cake with uh, with a, with a, with a fast breakaway and young Aspria coming on, and there was there was some interesting observations from Sky. I don't know if it came across because he would have probably been playing on the far side, or, or, yeah. or the, the other the other side from the away fans <laughs> there, and even the the, the Sky commentator said. He doesn't shy away. He doesn't shy away. And bearing in mind, he's been having the heck beaten out of him all season. His composure for the ball out to Saar was 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 a delight, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was. The only thing I would say about him, I, I would like him to go and spend a bit of bit of time in Toby Carvery, get himself a big extra large roast dinner, and and bulk, bulk <laughs> up a little bit because he is a bit he is a bit flimsy on the ball sometimes. Yeah. Um, but today, um, found, I, you know, there, there's probably I, I've got to mention him. I thought young James Morris was excellent today. Thought he he done he put in a real good shift. You know, looks looks a, a real decent player actually that we've got on our hands. There, so I, you know, I don't know why this is the first time that we're probably seeing him today. I think he, he, you know he should have had opportunities before that. Sierra, as I will pronounce it, hopefully that's correct. Um, <laughs> was was uh, was, uh, was also was also brilliant. You haven't mentioned the crow yet. Well, I'm just I'm building Justin. Oh, okay, oh, right. you, you, you know Justin. You know Justin will but, puncture any any jeopardy that you're building. So go no, on, Carl. You carry on. Well, I got drum roll. Yeah, yeah, drum roll. The, the crow was actually dreadful. <laughs> it was fucking awful. <laughs> but um, from where we were, we actually thought he missed. I, we've just watched it on Sky in the car, but we actually thought he missed. I, was, I started fucking and jumping before I started celebrating. I thought he missed it. You fuck it. And then it went in, so it was all right. But yeah, he was dreadful. Um, Al, he's a professional footballer. Now we've paid the money we've paid for him is, is beyond me. But he's my man and I'll stick by him. Well said. Well said. Well done for getting for getting down there. A lot of people have gone to Swansea to the west and then gone east to East Anglia and and they richly deserve that. And you did make a racket today. I can absolutely say you did because it Brilliant. was uh, it was coming over on the TV and it simply wasn't just where the everything was positioned. So well done, well done indeed. Well, good luck getting out of the uh, out of the car park. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on level eight now, so yeah, yeah, it's going well. How well in the ground? How well was Davis being? considered his performance in the away fan block because he looked like he was having a good game but obviously yeah. some have said well he over he, he overdoes it etc he seemed to be having a good game to me yeah he does for a, for a big guy uh, really quick feet you know that that come across yeah I, I think sometimes his decision making that final decision mm-hmm. he, he holds on to the ball for that for that little bit too too long potentially but you know, all credit to him. It, it, you know, he had a go today, and he got he got stuck in, and he you know he made himself available, beat players, which was you know which was something nice. Bayo that we've we've just mentioned was trying to trying to take forty four touches when he could have just let the ball run across him and take a shot. So he, he's got yeah. a lot of work to do. But Davis was Davis was excellent today for me. 
Uh, and, and I don't think there's any Watford fan that was there today that saw it would, would disagree with that. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Because it's always good to know. Because sometimes on TV, it looks different to how it looks it. in the ground. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, Cole. Good to have a, have a safe journey back. Um, well, and, uh, Cheers, I'll leave you on speaker. Let's go to Gary. Gary, sir, how are we doing after that? You, you weren't uh, around for, uh, for, the, for the Swansea game, but you were able to uh, take this in, I hope. Yes, I did watch it. Um, one thing that did concern me slightly was when Cole started talking about being wedged in a car park in Norwich, I thought this Twitter space <laughs> was about to take a very different turn. If, in I fairness, in fairness about. there's only so far we can plumb downwards, and that's that's probably <laughs> about the level. So, no, we, we hope he we hope he gets his his wedge free. That's. That's certainly hopeful. Who did I say was going to score the winner today? Oh shit, you did, didn't you? You got the score wrong, but you did I got the say. score wrong. I just, I think with Bayo, I mean, I agree with what people said about Gasper. Thought he had a great game. I feel so much more confident in the defence with Serie Alta, Serie Alta, however you pronounce his name. But one thing I will say with Bayo, I think outside the 18-yard box, he can't do anything. He's one of those players where you've just got to leave him right up the front. Everybody else has to do everything for him. And give him the ball, he will score. You know, look at, was it the Rotherham goal? The yeah, put yeah. In. He's not going to pick the ball up on, on the halfway line, beat three or four players and score a goal. You know, he's not going to create a goal for himself. He needs other people to create a goal for him. And he's, he has proved it, what, four or five times this season so far? Outside the penalty area, I completely agree. He's totally shit. Inside the penalty area, he's a goal poacher. And I would actually like to see him and, well, if we get Davis back, him and Davis up front together. Bit of a spearhead. What did you think of the um, the Daniel Backman uh, coming out and taking out Sargent? Penalty or no penalty? Yeah, penalty all day long. But then, you know, in the first half, is it Gibbs? He should have gone off. He, had, he was on a yellow card. Yeah. And he did a studs-up challenge on, I can't remember who it was now. He should have got a second yellow card. He should have been off the pitch in the first half. So, as they say, things even themselves up in a game. Yeah, they do. It was on Gasper, I think. I'm pretty sure it was on Gasper because Gasper went went full hearted with his with his feet down, and he he was kind of stretching with his feet up. And as you say, he was already on a booking, which was uh, which was interesting. But anyway, anyway, Justin, you can't be having a go at Gary for getting the uh, the result wrong. You got the result wrong. Unfortunately for you, Carl got it right and has now drawn level no. in the in the worst prediction league ever run. Oh. Um, Carl, Carl is now drawn level with you at the top, leaving the EFL floundering, floundering well, down the bottom. Good luck to you with deciding who goes first on the next prediction then if it's if it's said neck and neck between me and Cole because what you can do toss a coin well in fairness the next the next prediction needs us to go and get Blackpool so what we need to do is go and get a QBR supporters <laughs> postman because he's the only one we know honestly there must be somebody we can get through to our talk sport thank you Gary wonderful to speak to you sir let's bring in Louis let's bring in Louis where are we Louis there we go Louis how Hello, are you doing um, I'm not too bad actually Hello. I am I'm still sort of recovering from New Year's I think it was most people are, but it's a Monday holiday and what's well on the telly? I mean, what's what's not to laugh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what, actually? I'm going to start because I've been listening since the start and I'm going to, my main thing here is can we can we lay off Akin Bayo? He scored, right, he's got, that was his fourth goal of the season and they've all been big goals. Scored the winner against Middlesbrough. I think he, he's one of the four goal scorers that scored against Stoke and I think he scored against Rotherham, was he? I think he was against Rotherham. Rotherham, Rotherham. Rotherham was a, was, a, was a bit of a and, and, and a winner today. So, I'd give it to him. He does score big goals. They don't come around often. And I thought his reaction when he scored was brilliant. He's clearly a guy. He's clearly been playing with his mind. I think he's probably frustrated about his amount of game time. Um, I think fair play to him. I mean, five million, of course, is a bit, is a lot of money. I know it is for four goals and, and, a, and, a, and a striker who's not starting, but... That's still a better return than Andre Gray. 
So yeah, Barry <laughs> Andre Gray is yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, but I think you know what? I think give the guy some credit. I thought he came, I actually thought he was brilliant. I mean, I thought he got in. Yes, his first touch was a bit off, and he he looked a bit sort of rusty. But he was getting in positions. I think the Norwich centre backs probably looked at him for. You know, this, this guy's trying. He clearly wants a goal. He, he, was, he was giving 110%. I think fair play to him. Being a nuisance, and, and, he's, and he's got a winner. And can I just say, it was a good finish. I know it was an open goal. But it was a good finish. It was in the bottom right. And Angus Gunn did get across and would have saved it if he put it down the middle. So he did, and he clearly thought about that, and put it in the bottom right. And if he'd missed it, he would have looked to right it. But he, he put it in the back of the net and good for him. So, so that was my main point. I'd also say, and my initial reaction... Fair play. ...is... It's, so, it's becoming such a Watford thing. So whenever the Pozos are like, when we have a really bad result, i.e. 2-0 or i.e. 4-0 Swansea, they, we always pull something out of the bag. I think, i.e. when we when Village's first game 4-0 Stoke, I think when we had Jokanovic in our promotion season, he lost four games and then we beat Fulham 5-0. Enormous win that at the time. And I think there's a few other examples mm-hmm. along sort of the Premier League where sort of big, big results which sort of got us out of jail. And they've done it again today, I think, because today that is... What we're such like we're so fickle as Watford fans, aren't we? Look at us. We're also like happy compared to what three days ago. It's so bizarre. Um, I I I think you've got to recognise that if you got the result and if you've and if you've got a level of performance from the players, that you will react differently to how we would do on Friday when they were all, quite frankly, a disgrace. The whole bloody lot of them, and you saw that from you saw that from the, the, the disappointment, which was relayed to us via Andrew French from from Slav and Bilic. Are we happy now? Yeah, absolutely. But I think I think your points are entirely valid. Can we leave, leave off bio? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Is he great outside of the box? No, he's not. But you're absolutely right. Can we work him to get into those areas so he can get more of it? Because you said his goals come along. They don't come along regularly. In fairness to him, I'd say he doesn't get that many runouts. If you look yeah. at his goals per minutes record, probably stands up against anybody. That might be something that might be a little bit of a spreadsheet enthusiasm that I might have to go and have a look at. And I think I think it, it's fair play. But I think the fact that the guys at the back there looked looked organised, looked try you know tried to make a, a real difference. There was some character there. There was a real shift put in. Even when you know, and dare I say it. When, when Truce de Kong, who is also much maligned, came on for Cabaselli, who was looking, you know, at least he was he was putting in his shift, etc., and he was he was charging and he was running, and he went down with a hamstring. Truce came in and did everything simple. There was no there was no silly hallelujah balls or anything like that. He came in and did it, and it was a resolute performance. I don't think we've had enough resolute performances to be able to not be a little a little bit hacked off. I would have thought, but uh, but I take your points entirely on board. Yes, we can be fickle. The only thing I'd add to your the Potsos getting good results. I think the key one this season was the Luton game because we'd lost to we'd lost to Blackpool, and there was another game before. It might, might have been the Millwall game, wasn't it? Away, the Millwall yeah. game away. And then we come out with Luton and that kind of got us back on our uppers again. So no, it's a very, very fair consideration. And uh, that, uh, just, just one more point, I need, to, I need to pop off very soon. Of course, um, of course. Whoever went to Swansea, whoever went to Norwich, I personally didn't go to either game. I've not been to many away games this season. Fair play to you. And I think you made, and I, you said it earlier, but I, and I could not agree more. The racket they made today on the TV, especially when the goal went in, was superb. And the, and the players, they didn't really show it on the, the sort of post-match analysis, but you could see in the sort of corner, they're like the league table. It, it looked like every single player went up and applauded the fans. And if, if someone went and they can come on and talk about how it was there, like a real connection, did Billich come over? Did he give it a, we're in this together? Was it a bit like that? Because it wasn't shown on TV. I'm sure we'll get something on, on Twitter or something from the Watford account. But yeah, if someone could, that, that'd be great. But fair play to every single one of you. Amazing. 
And I think they sung Watford Till I Die in like, the night you third minute and it nearly brought a tear to my eye and it was brilliant. So thank you very much. Excellent stuff. <laughs> Look, thank you, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Go and have, go and have a great night and uh, hair of the dog will always get you over New Year. That's exactly. absolutely fine. Cheers. Good stuff. Good stuff. There goes Louis. Hi, this is Gifton Noel Williams and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Now, let's go to Vinny first, and then I'm going to come to you, Greg uh, Wendover. Now, I doubt very much if Vinny travelled all the way to East Anglia, being uh, located as he is typically in Dallas. Uh, Vinny, how are you doing, sir? Yo, what's going on, guys? I'm uh, a little bit under the weather. Oh, dear. Is it anything related to the the cold weather snap that you guys have been uh, suffering with over there? Uh, No, because I was gone for the whole cold weather fiasco. I was uh, out of town. I don't know. It could just be uh, New Year's, Christmas, travel, all sorts of shit. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, well. No, not at all. uh, (laughs) So what 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 did you make of today and uh, and over the last uh, of the Christmas uh, period? Well, yeah, the Christmas period has been abysmal, um, except for today. Uh, I I bet pretty heavily on Norwich to win, um, and I'm glad. This is like the one bet I'll be glad that I lost. It's definitely more of a, man, Norwich must really suck. I guess they fired their manager like a week ago, um, and they have like the the caretaker. And, uh, I mean, they are just bad. It's like you have Josh Sargent's pretty good, Pookie's pretty good, like all these guys, and you can't get past a Gaspar and Bakuna midfield. I mean, it's incredible how bad they were today. They they were poor. They were yeah. poor. We'd had, um, as we kind of rec- we record a, a preview show uh, with a guy called Adam from the Pinken, who, who's a great kind of uh, social media outlet uh, that, that cover the team. And his 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 guess was that Watford would win two one. He said no, but this was this was prior to Dean Smith getting the sack for losing. Uh, Luton, you know that that was that was the straw that broke that particular camel's back. So yeah, I think we've got them at a good time. But hey, I'll take getting them at a good time. To be quite frank, oh, because uh, sure. we needed we needed something as depleted because we were just so ridiculously depleted. I mean that that uh, that that team there could could make. It's not even like we've got an eleven out. We've got a whole match day squad, you know, sitting in the treatment area. It's it's ridiculous. So to get that passion, get that kind of a, a, a bit of guts about the whole thing, and a bit of pride being shown, that goes an awful long way. I think. You, do you think? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, this was a huge game, especially like with the playoff standings and table. Beating Norwich, who's like right there, with basically no one playing, and who's any good, especially without Matus and uh, Coney, who can't who can play today. Uh, who, yeah. who, I, who I expect we'll see on the 14th, which I'm really excited. Yeah, about. the the suggestion is that we'll see them on I think next week or in the FA Cup. Um, okay, because. 
that, that they will be kind of eligible for that, which would be great. With, with Martins, he, there's also the, is it the under 20 South American Cup? I think it might be. In It starts off in about the 20th of January. So he might oh. be taken away to go and play for Brazil. I know. We might we might have him literally <laughs> for a couple of games and then he, he goes off as well. But as, as, a, as, and I don't know what your, what your views are on, on MLS because some people don't, don't consider it very much. Have you seen much of Kone in, in MLS as it does yes. go across yeah, North I have, America? I have. At Toronto, yeah. Montreal. So, yeah. What, do you, what um, were your thoughts on him? So he's like really good at like throwing those progressive passes up. Uh, he's pretty raw defending. And I have a, this Canadian friend who watches him a lot and really likes him. He's really pumped that we got him actually. But I, I guess you can really, if you're rough defending, he's like, what is it? Like 18, 20, whatever. Like that, that'll come in time. Yeah. But he, he's always looking to play that ball up top, which is uh, something we really need, especially if he's going to play uh, next to uh, Hamza when he's back. Fantastic. That, that would, that would certainly be the hope because we've been told he can play as a, he can play as a six as a defensive kind of screen, but he's a, he's a box to box, but he can also play, he could also play as a kind of a 10 in, in the hole as well. So it sounds like we've got somebody adaptable enough to play anywhere in that kind of triangle of midfield that we've got. Hopefully is that reasonable? Agreed. Agreed. It, it'll it'll be interesting to see if he like really like lights the championship on fire somehow, and Jao Pedro comes back. If we throw like Jao wide and throw him like at the ten, I don't know. I guess loses out for the year because you could have Luza, Hamza, and Kony in that triangle, which would be pretty interesting. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Finny, fabulous stuff. I hope you're feeling better very soon, sir. And, uh, and, and get back to, uh, get, get back to, to healthier ways after the, uh, after the, the, the new year's celebrations. Speaking of celebrations, let's go across to, uh, to, to somebody who has been scouting in the East Anglia area for the last couple of days. Greg. Are you, are you content with what you saw this afternoon? Hello, mate. You're right. Oh, very good. Thank you. Very good. Have you had a, have you had a nice couple of days up yeah, in East Anglia? Yeah, and what yeah. were your thoughts on today? I had a nice couple of days up here. I actually, we stayed up here tonight in the, in the city centre. So uh, having having one extra day up here, uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I, I managed to have a few beers with Carlos before the game, which 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 was uh, which was pleasurable. Now. So, uh, I have I have to ask the question: Did a cuddle take place? Yeah, maybe maybe the odd cuddle here and there. Oh, there we go. There maybe we go. We all know what it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough enough of this tomfoolery. How, what did you think of the game? What did you think of the performance? Following on from from a couple of dismal showings, performance wise, everything that Swansea wasn't application, effort, and desire, and they put a shift in. And they put a shift in, and it's amazing what happens when you put a shift in, isn't it? You know, some things go your way, and uh, and uh, we're walking away with three points. So, very, very pleased with the three points. Very, I agree with you. I thought Gasper was outstanding playing there. Let's not forget, guys. This is the guy that's got Spanish full international caps, albeit playing in a fullback position, but he's obviously. What I would call invert in inverted commas a footballer. Yeah, he does. He, he can see when 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 uh, when he takes the ball, he's quite comfortable with the ball, and he's a footballer. And and, and I was impressed with him. I thought the young boy did. All, I, I know you weren't so impressed with Morris today. Um, I, I thought the young boy did all right. I thought I thought I thought he did all right. Played a lovely through ball along the. I can't remember, I think to Saar. Along um, the flanks, um, yeah, chuffed, chuffed. 
chuffed with it. Um, I don't think we should let it paper over the cracks because no, there, 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 there are still concerns, mainly with with you know with with, with the ownership. Um, I was very concerned with, with with a few of the things Andrew said the other evening about getting the man to talk. And I think that needs to be our narrative, Peter. You know, I've said on here before, what do we want? If we're unhappy, what do we want? Well, I think the first stage is, I think we should be lobbying to get the man to talk. Now, if we can get the man to talk, and then we don't like what he says, well, it's his money, mm-hmm. it's his money, it's his, it's his train set, it's his money. But at least he's at least he's spoken to us, and I think that's what, and I think that's what the, the the narrative should be. We we should, as a fan base, that's what should be pushing for. But yeah, on the game, really, really, yeah. Norwich are poor, Peter. They're poor, but we've gone there with a half baked team. With with you know round pegs in square holes, and we've and, we, and, we, and we've got a result. <laughs> so you know, fair play to them. Next week at Reading, I say, put out all the kids, pull out, put pull out the, the pull out the development team. We've then got two weeks to get the nearest walking wounded fit, and we've also got two weeks to wheel and deal. Wheel and deal, and I don't want generally the thirty-first transfers in from Udinese. I want them to be active early in the window. Looks like they've got one in, doesn't it? Jao Ferreira, uh, right back. Looks like looks like that's done and dusted. And there are a few other sort of very sort of hot tips, isn't there? But million in, in the background. I, I want six or seven in, in this window. Hmm. I'd, I'd seen the the rumours about yeah Ferreira. I hadn't seen that it was um, it, it was strongly you know rumoured that it was just about done. But can can you disclose your sources, or are they are they to be kept kept close to one's uh, I, chest? I've, I've just read something online from a source that. Is not is very good. That's always seemed to be right in the past, and, 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 they, and they they say it's just about done. Apparently, okay, well. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's in the UK, and I think he's a Helena Costa punt. Uh, she's got very good links at Benfica. The boy's six foot one, good size for a right back. Matt. However, I think uh, I think that one's done. So that that's three in. And I think this guy, this Ryan Porteous, is is quite a strong link as well uh, at Hibernian. Yeah, he's the he's the centre back, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I've seen him. Uh, Helena Costa is quite interesting because she's she's the head of coaching, but she's also been an actual coach herself. And you're right, her Benfica credentials are excellent because from I couldn't remember what the years were, so I just quickly looked them up from '97 to 2010. She was the Benfica coach basically yeah, for the youth team, yeah, um, including winning the national championship, etc. So, you know, he, she is Portuguese herself. So that's a, that's that's a great thing. I know that she got a she got like a little internship at one point at uh, at Chelsea through oh, through she? Mourinho. Through, yeah, through Mourinho. Yeah. I mean, only only going across and basically kind of sitting there with the with the seeing exactly what they did in the youth development for a, for a month or so <laughs> um, under under. Under Mourinho, I was actually coaching at Chelsea under Mourinho in his first stint. I think this was his second. Um, wow! Yeah. And and, and in, fa- in fairness, yeah, but in fairness, at the time, the Chelsea, you know, Chelsea Youth Academy wasn't really pulling up trees. If you remember, a lot of people said, 
for a very, very long time, they haven't brought anybody through. I mean, we were talking to Ellie earlier on, obviously, because she's very interested in the youth development because of her nephews, but uh, nobody has come through. Nobody has come through. They then have an embargo. Frank Lampard goes in there, much maligned Frank Lampard, and quite right, because he's an Everton manager, therefore he should be rightly maligned. But the year when he was there and he had a transfer embargo, what he did was he brought in the kids and look at the kids that they brought through. I mean, you know, a lot of them have have gone on to, to, to international. So it can take a long time. But uh, from there, you can get some good things. Well, let's hope. Let's hope she does the does the business. They were they were showing uh, Ben Manga and Helen Acosta an awful lot on uh, on Sky yeah. Sports, and and cut off kind of halfway through was uh, to, to sit into uh, sit into Ben Manga's right was uh, a certain gentleman with an interest in butterflies. Um, oh, so, we'll see. We'll see now. Yeah. Yeah, he was still there. Why God alone knows? Why God alone knows? I'm right. confident. I'm, let, you know, let's assess things at the end of the month. Put out whoever you like at Reading. I don't care. You've got two weeks to get some of the walking wounded fit and to to, to have a deal in that transfer window. And I, th- I think we need, including the two we've already got, I think we need six in. Would you agree, Peter? I think we need as many bodies as we can get in there, but we yeah. need to make sure that what we bring in is better than we have, including those that are realistically going to be back in that time. So we yeah. need to shift out some bodies as well, you know, and the, the first one that we'll all mention is, is Courtney Hills. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, you know, there, there's no point having somebody in the squad who isn't going to be playing full stop. So we need to make some space for them but and then, and then bring them in. Like Peter, I think you're allowed 25. You're allowed 25, but that doesn't incorporate under 21s. So, you know, there's, there's depending on what age they're purchasing in, there's a number of people who can kind of step out aside from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was but, an excellent tweet. I couldn't remember who it was who put it out. I might try and find it and post it and retweet it, where somebody went through the, the squad the squad picture and basically put a little red line through everybody who's injured. And there's an yeah. awful lot of red lines on that, on that at the moment. So we, we absolutely need numbers, but we, we can't, we can't let ourselves just go for numbers. We need to make sure that what we're going to bring in is going to improve us so that if we are going to be having a tilt at, at trying to come up through the playoffs that come, come May, if we've done that, that we're in with a chance of getting up there. Otherwise it's just not worth, it's not going to be worth making the investment from, uh, well, from Gino's not, point of view. It's, it's, it's not, but for instance, Gosling frees up a space because yeah. he's not going to, he's not going to kick a football this season. So that, that you, you know, he frees up a space. One last shout out. I, I think somebody else has said it. Siri Alta, excellent. He is, he would get in most championship teams. He's a championship, get his head on the ball type of centre, centre back. And I'm amazed he hasn't been picked before today. Keep it, keep him in the side. He, he's a he's a stopper. He does what it says on the yeah, tin. I'll do with that. I'll he deal does. with that. Happy yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Greg. Right, Greg, go, go out. Take the missus out for a nice evening out in, uh, yeah, in yeah. Norwich City Centre before coming back. And we'll yeah, we'll, speak- we'll catch you. Uh, we'll catch you after the Reading game, no doubt. Speak to you soon. Cheers, Justin. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, right. Cheers, mate. Right, so let's go across to Tim Rose. Tim, long time no speak. How are you, sir? Oh, well, I'm actually, not, like one of your earlier uh, earlier listeners, not that great, actually. I've been on the, been on the couch for about five days. Pretty, pretty sorry for myself or one another. So, um, pro- Ooh, probably a mate's case you got- man flu. A man, oh, man flu. That's Carl. We blame, we blame Carl. Yeah, in yeah, fairness, blame in fairness, in in a case of uh, you know kind of divine retribution, he's being wedged in a car park in Norwich. <laughs> we don't know what that means, but it sounds deep, 
deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, well, Tim, did that make you feel at least a little bit better this afternoon it, 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 uh, it on did. the sofa? It, it did. I mean, when when uh, Bayo and Davis uh, managed to miss that earlier chance, I just thought this is because it had 85th minute Norwich um, scruffy one yeah. win written all over it. Um, but fortunately, we got it. So that was, uh, yeah, it did make me feel better. And I think someone said earlier on about this being kind of so Watford. And I, you know, having been supporting the, <laughs> the Golden Boys for 40 years now, yeah, there are, there are too many of these moments in history. I remember under Steve Perriman, I don't know if you go about that far, Pete, but we... Uh, oh, yeah, um, and so. We, we, got, we got hammered. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got hammered by Wolves, I remember. in the I think it was in the Cup or the League. And then we had them again the following week. The following week, and, and yeah. somehow we lost 4-1 in the Cup and then beaten 3-1 in the League. <laughs> that was a... Uh, I remember that, that one very well. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of just, you know, echoing a lot of the things that have already been said. Fair play to, you know, to Slav for getting a tune out of them today fair play to the players to getting their heads together and it was interesting one a lot of people were talking the week on twitter about the lack of leaders uh at Watford mm. at the minute and you know i thought we had about eight or nine of them out there today just in the way they they decided to acquit themselves but i, I still want to you know I, I remember you asking me this question a few weeks back you know if you could shout at one player uh over the touchline <laughs> one piece of training advice it'd still be yeah. bizarre i mean they asked the question on um, on Sky today of uh, I can't think who the guy was that was uh, that was summarising uh, oh, oh um, Goodman and um, you know kind of asked him how you know how are you going to do what for get more out of Saar and he's got to say he he's got to want it himself which I think is very true but I just don't understand from a coaching point of view why you just don't say get on the right hand side give him the ball and get him at his fullback and just say just knock it past him and go. Because you know, I just it, it seems simple to me, but clearly not. Clearly not to the men in power. No, no, it's 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 an odd one because he's got so much pace over 15, 20 yards. He's not one of these. He beats you over five yards, you know, or anything like that. He needs the space. So playing him wide, right or left, just push it past and go. And look at that ball that that, that got played. He probably had no right to get there before the the centre back who was coming out. I thought, oh, he's going to get that, and he's so fast. So he just does his kind of road run a bit, and poof, off he's off. And then he's got some. It had a little bit of composure for once, and he he's got that in him. And I think that's probably the frustration. We know what a great player we've got. It's just there's no point in having a great player who does it once every six weeks. He's yeah. got to do it. He's got to do it game in, game out, um, you know, in terms of goal contributions. He doesn't have to score every game, doesn't have to yeah. assist every game, but you've got to be doing at least something to be able to set up, you know, to be setting up chances, um, you know. And he's, he's got some goals this season, but but not enough. He set up some goals, but again, just not enough. And that's 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 what mustn't be his career's epitaph is, you know, here lies uh, Ishmael Asar's career, not enough. Yeah. Uh, because we know what he's got in there. It's just, it's just a shame. I don't think we're gonna, we, we're probably, probably not gonna realise the financial windfall that uh, that that an on-form Ishmael Asar would have bought in. But you know, what can you do? What can you do? You kind of wonder whether it, you know, whatever it was that Cisco. I'm just trying to think back. So many managers that basically Cisco did with him, <laughs> yeah. whether it was a get his arm around, whether he needs an arm around the shoulder, or he needs a rocket up the backside, what, whatever it is. To, to get him to get him playing because nobody really since then has has managed to do it and you know yeah. re- really get him really get him because he, he he just wanted someone in that in that coaching setup you know really get alongside him um, to get out well, I mean you'd he, think, but you think they'd be doing that anyway 
He, he's he's either or. He's he's completely binary. He is either match winner or passenger. There is no there is no in between with this Milosar. He either he is either headlines or he's oh my you know forget it. Um and and part of that is the nature of the position he plays. He's got to do something creative. It's harder for him to be creative than it is for for example um, a, not a maligned player. He's had a great performance today. Dan Sierralta, for example, to get on a box. It's a different set of skills, but there are more decent centre backs than there are Ishmael Asars in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just about making sure that he could hopefully have some regular level of um, uh, of coaching, of team play, of position, of understanding what he's got to do. But that motivation, is, as and I, I can't believe I'm going to say these words, as Don Goodman says, um, you know, the motivation's got to come from within. But uh, there you go. There we go. But yep. most importantly, though, Tim, lovely to hear from you. So I do hope you feel much better, much better soon. Thank can't, you. Can't be, having, can't be having all of this man flu going on. That's just ridiculous stuff. Cheers, Tim. You take care. I'd love, love to hear from you again very, very soon. Right. Let's Cheers, just Pete. quickly go on to lovely stuff. Cheers, Tim. Let's have a quick look at these five word reviews and have a look at the, the comments there because we did some of this on, we did it all on Millwall. We didn't get enough done on Swansea because it, it overran. But Louis Teixeira says, five word reviews. Effort, desire, passion, well done. Elaine says, so deserved for travelling fans. Yeah, a lot of people calling out the the, the support that's travelling for the great effort it's doing, and quite rightly so, because it's been thin gruel for the last couple of games, and you've got something that hopefully will, uh, will, will make that journey back down the A11 a lot better. Gary, as mentioned earlier on, said nine minutes of injury time. I think that's uh, that's having to go at you, Justin, because it was a pre-scheduled tweet. We know how well those go. He also yeah. said, I yeah. said bio would score. Mike Smart says backbone cojones. Wasn't expecting that. I've never heard that. The backbone's connected to the cojones bone, according to Mike. Well said, Mike. I like that a lot. Natasha Wright, um, breaking with complete convention here, is what on earth are you doing here? Billich... Battle cry. Oh, oh, I see. I see. I see. What she's doing very well here is not so, not spelling out the word bollocks. Billich's bollocks. Battle cry brings results or bollocking. There you go. I'll get it right in a minute. Sorry, I can't use the correct spelling, but you know which word I'm using to disguise it. Yeah, but I just said it anyway, Natasha. She goes to all this effort, and I just cock it up nonetheless. Thomas Johnson. What the fuck we won? Hampshire Hornet. Are we good or Norwich bad? We are as good as that five-word review, which had six words in it. Well done, Hampshire. We at least enjoy the evening. Came, uh, Jane Kearney said, totally unexpected. Better all round. Gary. Oh, hello, Gary. He says, why so poor at Swansea? It's a that's a very reasonable post-mortem question there, Gary. Hope you're well, mate. Uh, it's Gary Boyle there. Uh, Lee Janaway says, Sierra Alta has to play weekly. Coming back to what Greg and some other callers said there, Sierra Alta came in and was 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 solidified the, the whole thing at the back. It's time to go, he says, you couldn't make it up. Matthew, Messi- uh, Matthew Messiano. Uh, hello, Tom. I can see you there. Your 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 colleague there from the the Buzz, Cod, uh, Buzz podcast. It's easy for me to say. It's clearly not. Somehow we've won that game. Oh, I, oh, oh, Matt. I think I think we deserve to win that game personally. But uh, but uh, listening to the Buzz podcast and uh, and hear what Matt. Um, Matt, Tom, and uh, and Jordan think of that um, sometime. Uh, I, I should imagine. Uh, if, Tom, let us know. Is that going to be coming out uh, midweek, or are you going to be uh, covering off after the Reading game? Because obviously, it's it's a Monday today. Simon Parkin says, "Fair play to Mario Gaspar." Absolutely. Ryan Cripps, hello, Ryan. He was on the other day. Great result. No excuses. Injuries. <laughs> Bring your boots next week, says Lee. 
uh, WFC Form 1. Chris B says, super slab and smash and grab. Oh, I like what you've done there. That was very good. Stephen Jarrett, thank you very much. He's posted up the uh, the same uh, Im- images that we were going through in terms of the injuries. Thank you for that, Stephen. Much appreciated. Uh, Vince Smith says, finally some graft on display. I think that was the main thing. We said earlier on in the season, you know, that, what was what was the phrase? Hard work will beat talent when talent doesn't work hard. And the thing we had today was hard work. Will Gasper, we heard from him earlier on, says, very proud of my namesake. Quite right, too. Wear that shirt with pride. Malk says, where did that come from? WFC Adam Potso out says, how did we do that? Will Gasper, five million pounds worth of goal. <laughs> very good. It was 5.8 million euros, which was for a player who'd been bought the day before for 1.5 million euros. Quite an investment. Laura, hello, Laura. Hope you're well. Three more points and injuries. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that the thing we have now? Is it a, an injury per point? Is that the way we're going? Who knows? Hemel, hello, Hemel. Says, shit, how's football get in there? <laughs> yes, we... We don't have to win pretty. The ability to win ugly is what's going to get you promotion. Um, Andrew Argent says, everyone put a shift in. Uh, Gary's back again with Slav. Bollocking must have worked. You see, you see, you see, Natasha, Gary said what you said, but but so much easier for me. You know what? You know I'm incompetent. You have to work to that level. Rich WFC2 says, don't half love Caro Road. Those people in the know will recognise what a good succession of in-jokes do not scratch your eyes, and that's one of them. Ian the Hornet says, who would have thought? MRN474, finally, something to smile about. Simon Watford WFC says, unbelievable, didn't expect that. Peter Ryan, player list team overwhelms manager list team. Oh, that's good. Oh, there's some very deep stuff. We're going to publish a, a list of, I think, of uh, of some of these, because some of them are really quite deep thought. Andy Ross said, who'd you, <laughs> who'd you Adam and Eva? <laughs> Dominic Jemson says, loved it. Got our club back today. We've been talking about culture. We've been talking about various things over the last couple of weeks about it. And is that what we want? Is it? Is it just what we want is to make sure that somebody puts in a shift as a, as a minimum. Yes, we want quality, but as an absolute minimum, we want a shift. We want, we want them coming off that pitch with sweat on their shirt and and knowing that they've left it all out there, and they did that today, an absolutely fair play. Richard Sprague says that that wasn't supposed to happen. Ben, hello, uh, this is Ben Matthews. Uh, that effort every week, please. That kind of answers my question. This is very good. I'm asking questions that tweets sent in hours ago are actually answering. Paul Fiander Turner says our physio is a scummer. Scott Bradman says nearly more injuries than points. Steve Chambers. A point per hamstring injury. There's a there's a trend going on here. Um, Axel says Watford actually won a game. Anna, I'm shocked. Anna, you've got three more words. I'd lo- I love the economy of effort here. Oh, she's got a whale sonar. That's what, obviously why I thought that what Swansea singing was us. I presume that Men of Harlech should really become a Watford anthem. Michael Michael Froome, Michael Froome, Anna, uses three words. So between the two of you, you've got a five-word review. His answer was big billich bollocks. Bollocks and Billich are doing an awful lot of heavy lifting uh, in these particular five-word reviews. Casper Campion, golden boy, show more fight. Carol Humphreys, ouch, my team needs me. The big Lebowski, the big cheese. Why do we always win when I'm out of the country? Why do you always put in about 10 words in a five-word review, Brett? Honestly, what are you doing? Willie Eckers like, hello, Ken. Norwich are worse than us. Cone, Mogi Byatt, Watford, Starman. Andy Walsh, that back three, and Dunny, oh, Dunny, there we go, says FA Cup side, who? 
Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. There, there we go. Justin, before I go to the, uh, just for the final comments, what were your thoughts on the day? And then I'm just going to go through some of these final comments and then we'll, uh, then we'll, we'll end it everybody so that they can all go off and have their tea. Well, I think my final thoughts are that we've been here before where we've had a, a run of poor results and then won a match and thought, oh, oh, that was a blip. And it's turned out, you know, more than once this season that the blip is actually the effort that goes in and a victory. So we have to build on this. We have to maintain this. If we can do that with a depleted squad, so much the better. But I remain to be convinced that this is, you know, another corner turned. We need to build on it and uh, and keep going on it. Fair play. Fair enough indeed. Fair enough indeed. No, I mean, we, we went through the review of the, uh, the games uh, of 2022 and we won, well, we worked it out to be, um, if you include cup games, less than 25% win. And, you know, really, you should have a minimum of 33% win just if you're kind of winning, drawing, losing kind of thing. So, you know, we would hope that that's the case. But so far for 2023, we have a 100% win record. Just saying. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll take it while it's there. But I agree with what you're saying. It's it's not over. We know that there are, there is complete inconsistencies and issues with this team and squad. But I think for today, we can say to Slavin Bilic and the squad that travelled, um, and including all the players who we didn't even get on who were, who were there. I'd love to have seen Blake, but I can understand why he wasn't thrown on today. Well done for putting that effort in. Let's go and have a quick look at some of the uh, some of the the, the the longer reviews. Cole Campion said, "God, my hamstrings are tight watching that." Thought Sierra Cathcart were immense. One hundred minutes from Gaspar. Who would have thought? Work rate was excellent. Super proud of the boys and those who went to Norwich. Um, Natasha, very kind. Again, somebody else sent it, said in that list. Beautiful stuff. Thank you. Just listed our tale of woe. Hope loser's broken leg is a typo. Yeah, was it a broken leg? I thought he'd come back from a broken leg previously. We shall see. Oh, Tom, thank you. Tom, look at this. We're sitting here talking to... We're we're doing some kind of cross-channel pod kind of thing. I can't even think of what the words. Tom Bodell says, uh, new, that's going to be the Watford Buzzcast, out ASAP after Tuesday evening's recording. There we go. Um, So that's lovely. So you'll be able to find out whether Matt's sitting there thinking... Were we lucky to win that game? Tom, I'm hoping you'll see, do the good work and tell, him, tell Matt, no, no, we, we bloody deserved it. Go on, go and shut him down for me. Andrew Argent says, I'm on a train full of Norwich fans. You horns. Well, good luck, Andrew. If you can shout that out and still live, well done. Um, Mal, hello, Mal. 14 players on injury list. Uh, Paul Fiander Turner said, agree on uh, Bakuna. Did the donkey work today instead of simply being a donkey? Fair play, I did. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. He was less showy and less apparent. Um, and I thought he did probably less good things than Gasper did. But they were a partnership in the middle and did 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 good work. Not a bad injured team, he says we have here. Yeah, he'd have Dan Gosling at right back, Cabaselli and Hawes at uh, centre back. Kamara, uh, he's not injured, but he's he's suspended. Then he'd have oh yeah, no, that would be that would be a hell of an injured team now. Mal, is this the turning point? Uh, Paul came back and said, great performance, plenty of grit and a bit of craft. Don't get the game. Uh, don't let the game get bullied away from you today. Bilic deserves a whole heap of credit for this. We know if anybody didn't listen to it, it it's only going to take, take about 13 minutes of your life to listen to one of the podcasts we had. Uh, we were very, very lucky because uh, the wonderful Andrew French joined us, but th- because of audio problems, people couldn't hear it. The following day after the Swansea uh, game, I gave him a call and he went, yeah, go on, let's just do it now. And we did it down the phone. The audio wasn't great, but he kind of let us know exactly how much Bilic was hurting. 
um, as much as anything else there. And I think he, he's he's put in a, a shift. He felt he felt his professionalism and uh, and everything was was really hurting there. Paul Fiander Turner says, "Great performance, plenty of grit and a bit of craft." I've already done that one. What am I talking about? Cone, Mayo's <laughs> first shot was going in. It came off of Davis's leg. Oh, okay. There we go. Hampshire Hornet. Uh, Justin nails it. Oh, Justin, people agreeing with you here. Let's see where this goes. This win is only good if we push on and replicate it. Too often, our effort has been found lacking. So hopefully it finally sinks in with some of these players that without effort, talent is nothing. I couldn't agree more. I don't think that's... It's nice to have someone agreeing with me. And uh, also, Peter, it'd be remiss of me not to mention the... uh, the fact that Rob was unveiled at the Leicester match, not the Everton match, as per our uh, <laughs> conversation yeah. on our last uh, podcast. Anyway, as you were, carry on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. If everybody could just write the date down, it's the 2nd of January, 2023. Justin has been right twice today. Just thought Yay. I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louis Kersberg says, uh, this is Louis Teixeira, says, uh, incredible today from a depleted uh, team. Shows passion, heart, desire, and the will to get us over the line. To a man gave everything despite a lack of quality at times deserved that after friday's performance and class traveling performance uh, support once again great start to the new year well done make a stand says the players have clearly listened to the meeting that they had <laughs> i think that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek well done a bit more backbone today and grip from the players still nowhere near good enough these injuries are unsustainable good reset though very good point. Andy Hornet 8 has a couple of things I'll put in there. He says, uh, desire and fight and we get a result. Who knew? Our injury list is crippling. I don't want promotion. Put, I don't want promotion push or playoffs. We would just be embarrassed again in the mighty Premier League. This result only papers over the cracks. James Morris was decent today. There you go. There's Andy, Andy Hornet 8. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Jason Brewer says, how are people saying we played well? Both teams were woeful. We were lucky. I thought we were the better of the two teams, personally. But, you know, that, I, I could well be completely talking out of my ear roll. Um, and I, I felt personally that like we might have deserved it, but who knows? Who knows? It's time to go, says there is no youth. The academy supply players to non-league. That's true. We aren't we aren't really bringing them in uh, far enough. Oh, Matt Kirshen. Oh, thank you, Matt. Says Adam Leventhal confirming the transfer. And he's linked through to Adam Leventhal seven hours ago saying, yeah, uh, Ferreira deal from Benfica to Watford, fee in the region, two million. Uh, right back in Hertfordshire to finalise and begin training. Official announcement expecting soon. There you go. Well, Adam has come on before uh, as well before, but Matt, thank you very much for that. Really appreciate it. So that looks like it might be there. That was the one that Greg Wendoverhorn was mentioning earlier on, who's a, who's a right back from Portugal. Uh, Jake Brown, Jeremy Ngakia and Morris for me, man of the match. Really played superb and deserved the plaudits. Let's have a look. Simon, thank you very much for also sending in the list of absentees in there. Um, it's time to go. It sent me something here saying, what a defender. What does that mean? I'm going to have to process that one again. Uh, wonder how many Luton will be listening to the Twitter space this evening. Yes, we did. We did have a few listening in um, after after Swansea. And in fairness, if you've been beaten 8-0, uh, sorry, 8-0, uh, wishful thinking, if you've been beaten 4-0 by your local rivals and then your local rivals beat 4-0, some people will come on and say, there you go, that's equalised. And they did. But those people won't be allowed near a phone again, I'm sure. But never mind. Johnny Be Good just said, get in. <laughs> CJ, we are as close to first as we are to 24th. That's a great one because when we were talking about this prior to the game, we were we were much closer to the relegation zone than we were to the top two. Are the top two realistic? No. I think I saw a statistic earlier on saying we're probably going to need something like 2.3 points per game, which would need a run the likes of which we had under Munoz and then some. But 
what we have to do is make sure that we are up there and fighting for it and competing every single game. And we did compete every single game there. I think it's I think it's churlish to think that we're just fickle. Are we fickle? Of course we are. We're football fans. Football fans' natural state is not one of you know persistent happiness. If you show me a persistently happy football fan, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll probably won't buy him a pint. It's it's a game of up and downs. It's a roller coaster. Without the downs, the highs don't feel so low. So if you don't enjoy the highs, frankly, you're a fucking idiot. You know. So we've got to enjoy these. We've got to enjoy these. But. The words of caution, yes, from Justin and other people who who agree with him. This isn't everything solved. We know that we've got a we've got an injury list piling high, but we've got a game in the FA Cup, and whoever gets put out, I have no doubt that the that when I looked earlier on was a sold out away allocation will roar them on. Especially guys, especially if it's the under twenty one side or it is a mix and match. You know, really roar on whoever gets played at, at, at Reading next week because. That could be part of our future. It might not be. It might be. Who knows? But it's really something to to get behind because the away support have been tremendous. And it's another away game for once you haven't got to schlep east or west several hundred miles. It's only in, in Berkshire. And it's also against Paul Lintz's Reading. So you've always got a chance, haven't you, really? So there we go. Anyway, thank you so much this week for all of the contributions, all of the listens. It's been so much appreciated. The contributions, the lurking, the listening has been absolutely fabulous. But uh, go off now, have a great evening, and we will see you for Reading. Come on, you horns. You horns. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.